Welcome to the Bougie Black Brother Network. Good evening and welcome to Fade the Black Cinema. I'm Michael, your Bougie Black Brother. And I'm here for our TV series review. As you know, we kind of binge watch a couple of TV series. And especially if they're under... 10 episodes, we take a day and Alicia and I just binge watch the hell out of it. And I'm doing this one by myself because I'm kind of hanging out. And But we finished watching Stranger Things Season 3. Season 3, uh, the Stranger Things phenomenon that uh, started back, uh, I didn't even get it. But it's it's based on all the way back to 1985. That's how they actually was. Um, the series is actually being filmed and all in that type of era. So kind of really, really interesting. And we, we did um, season one and two together. And but the third one came out. Um, so a little backtrack on two. Two was okay. It had some um, issues with it trying to go in different directions and trying to create different storylines um, for Eleven and for the certain other characters. And so, wasn't as good as the first. And the first really got you into wow, this is a totally different type of genre of suspense, supernatural. With kids, you know, something like the Goonies or, or Stand By Me or something like that, but with a lot of different supernatural things. And of course, with your typical government conspiracy. Uh, so that was in it as well. So, season three, this one um, kind of looked forward to it, but was, wasn't as excited because of season two. But here's the, the premise of the movie. In the summer of 1985 in Hawkins, the Starcourt Mall has become the focal point of the town, driving other stores out of business. Sheriff Hooper is conflicted over Eleven, which is the young girl with the powers, and Mike's budding relationship. So if you remember, he was like in love with her. Eleven is my girl. And so he's a concern with that. So he got with Joyce. And consider moving out of Hawkins for better prospects, leaving the state of the children's friendship and their relationship really up in the air. However, strange power fluctuations triggers Will's awareness of something outwardly. So Will is the little boy that was captured and brought to the upside down world. And Eleven and Max sense something is off about the town's residents, despite being having closed the portal to the upside down fears that they are in danger from it still so this one was really kind of odd because you know the kids actually was doing separate things you know one went to summer camp um you know mike and 11 was hanging out more together the other guys was hanging with their little girlfriends and stuff like that and they brought in a couple of characters as well one was um, one of the young boy's little sister who was a brat, but like a small geek genius as well. And that was a, a, a little different um, injection as well, which made it a lot more interesting because they brought more children into it. Um, a lot of the reoccurring characters came back. Um, I'm not going to do too many spoilers, um, 
but a couple of people died. Um, one unexpected, and one you was kind of like, yeah, yeah, I guess that person can die. Um, so it was a little odd and really dramatic, but a lot more darker as well. I mean, the whole premise of it all is usually dark, but playful because of the children. And it had a really good balance as opposed to um, the one with uh, from season two with Eleven going and finding her sister. Because I thought this season would bring her sister and helping her and all of these children that was in- experimented on. I thought that was something that was going to occur in season three. But nope, not at all. Uh, so much for that premise. But this one added in the Russians actually trying to get to the upside down in order to get the power or harness that power. Um, and then it shows, you know, doing a cold, cold war um, from the late 70s and on. And they were in here as spies, but they actually was in the town trying to break back open the upside down, which brought out a lot of the creatures that was actually now in the town, killing people and, and more exposure and um, just going after 11 because the creatures in Upside Down world knows that who she is and what she's capable of doing. So that brought in something else. And then you got Russians that's there and you got Russian soldiers and, you know, a lot of the other characters from the previous episodes showed back up. Minor characters outside of the children and their parents and things. So it was really, really different but really gave you a different perspective of different characters because the other characters had um, their portion that was um, part of the show as opposed to the main characters like they did before, which I found was um, really cool that first time. Like, for example, um, the boy Steve Harrington, he gets a job at the ice cream place, um, but he's a real big focal point. Um, boy Will, who was took into the upside down world, he was a, a minor character as opposed to one of the main characters. Charlie, which was Will's brother and the, the sister of one of the other younger boys, too, they became a, a slightly minor as well. So they had some primary characters that were in minor roles and a lot of minor characters moved up into major roles. So it was a good flip. So with the fourth season, uh, the perspective should be everyone is pretty much well established. And as they're well established, whichever way the story is written, it wouldn't be overwhelming to each character. So it's pretty balanced because you know everyone. Everyone had this their time to shine and would we'll go from there. Um, the good thing is, uh, like I, I kind of wrote that um, there was some mixed reviews and they said it doesn't have the magic like before. But I think three um, aligns better with one than two to one. Um, two on the first couple of episodes were pretty good, but then it just went into things that I didn't think related well because you didn't match it back up. You didn't go back to it to say, what was the relevance of all of that to the series and what was it relevant to the third season? So that was kind of odd. But this one um, with them trying to get back into the upside down world, the, the 
uh, playful banter between the children continued. Uh, there was some adult aspects, and <laughs> which I found kind of funny too. Uh, the guy Jim Harper or Hooper, who was the sheriff, as as well as Winona Wyler, Winona Ryder, who was Joyce. You finally get that sexual tension between them, which I didn't understand why that didn't materialize earlier. But um, you start they start playing into that as well this time. So it became obvious um, their interactions together was more tense because they had feelings for each other. So that kind of came out, too. And they and, and they played it pretty well. Um, but the centerpiece of it was the mall. So. And there's a lot of interactions and playful things going on and um, the Russians um, underneath. And so a lot of different things that you find that they kept bringing them to the mall because, you know, in the 80s, um, that's where children hung out and the arcades, um, the little sweet spots and, 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 and different things from that matter. So. But this one, I, I really think this was a really, really good series for this um, for this season. Um, they did it pretty well. Eleven wasn't a really, really, really focal point. She was a, a good assistant to what was going on. Um, she interacted in or was interjected in ways not as the primary um, protagonist um, there was just a pretty good balance between all the children and other characters um, but it, it it didn't put her front and center but it kept her as being essential um, to the season as well because a lot of it is strange that this young girl has these kind of powers so no spoilers on the backside because there's a lot of them that's pretty surprising and so you kind of wonder where are they writing it to? But you kind of understand what they can do. So they gave you a lot of options at the end on where they can pick up from or what the storyline would be really upfront and prominent. But Stranger Things, season three, really, really good season. Um, how many episodes was it? Let me find out. It was one, two, three. Eight episodes, very digestible, very, very digestible. So like we said, anything under 10 uh, is a great binge watch. Anything over that, uh, you're going to have to break it up. Um, and a lot of times if it's over 10, a lot of this, the actual episodes are filler. So you got a lot of filler type and you kind of like, come on now. Why did you have to do that? Blah, blah, blah. Um, and most of these episodes are all averaged over eight. Um, some at like 9.1 and 9.4, even 9, 8.8. The lowest is 8.1, and that was the first episode because I guess you're trying to get to understand what the season was going to be about. But pretty, pretty good. So Stranger Things Season 3, um, check it out when you get a chance and you can actually binge that. Fade to Black Cinema. Fade to Black Cinema. See us every Wednesday. Every Wednesday, we have TV series. We have movies. We have foreign movies. We have so many different things. TV movies as well. And the Emmys is coming up. So we saw a couple of the main Emmy nominees. 
So we're going to make sure we kind of talk about that uh, when Leisha gets back and we'll kind of do that as well. But outside of that, Fade the Black Cinema on podcasts or Bougie Black Brother Network on YouTube and all podcasts download. So check that out. Or BougieBlackBrother.com and you can go there under movies and check out our podcast. Um, outside of that, I thank you very much for stopping by, and we'll see you next time on Fade to Black. Sorobo. Sorobo.